Hello, good evening. It's music, movies, and madness time again. Joining me tonight on the show uh, are David and Glenn, and Ian will be joining us shortly, hopefully. Um, I'm Martin. Um, I'm your host this week, and this week's subject is on famous instrumental pieces of music or, or hits. Um, yeah, you know the things that don't need words. Yeah. What about you guys? How have you found it in terms of finding instrumental pieces this week? Uh, way too easy and also hard to cut them down. Yeah, we'll kick off. Um, so, um, David, do you want to start us off tonight? <laughs> My first choice comes from a group from the 60s, 50s and 60s. The mm-hmm. guitarist is um, one Hank Marvin. He... He was in a band called The Shadows, for those that aren't aware. And The Shadows were massively popular in the late 50s and early 60s. Um, and, and continued to be so all the way through the 70s as well. Yeah. They, they were the first gig I ever went to. Awesome. It's 20, wow. 20, 25th Ju- and yeah. Jubilee, Silver Jubilee show. But they, they they were, but I think fair to say their popularity peaked in about the mid-60s. Oh, um, a lot no, of those instrumental, instrumental bands uh, found it tough to compete once the Beatles came on board and the British Invasion hit. So it it, um, it changed the game a bit on them. But I've picked uh, my favourite track out of their back catalogue, which is an impressive list of hits. Um, this one's called Wonderful Land. Uh, it's... I've, I put it on at the sort of 40-second mark because I love the muted guitar in the, I think it's the bridge, pretty sure. It's hard to know with an instrumental, but uh, muted guitar, you'll hear it. Um, This is Wonderful Land. And I love this bit right here. good are the strings and the horns kicking in there what a lovely arrangement on that it sounds like it should be on the end of like you know stingray or or Mm. it's got that yeah yeah. it's like the hula thing going on as well right totally gorgeous yes it's stunning yeah so that was my first pick um uh wonderful land by the shadows um a song that was written by Jerry Lorden, um, and it was released in February 62. Uh, it stayed at number one for eight weeks on the UK singles charts. Damn. Um, a feat only Elvis, The Shadows, and The Archies managed in the whole of the 60s. No Beatles, no Stones, no Beach Boys. Moving on, second pick. This is a track that was written by Paul Desmond. First recorded in 1959, and it's the third track on the very famous album Time Out by Dave Brubick Quartet. Um, You'll all know it. It's probably one of the most famous jazz pieces called Take Five. 
Fellas, I know you know it, Martin, because you taught my son. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, right, don't you? Yeah. Uh, what I love about that is the mix of it as well, because it just sounds like you're in the room with it, especially with the headphones on. Oh, yeah. Just love the way that the piano is to one side and the, the totally. sax is kind of slightly to the other side, and it's just so well done. Yeah, Western yeah, voice. yeah. It's it's um it's the biggest selling jazz track of all time. Um, yeah, it's just it's 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 great. Um. It is, uh, what is it? What timing is it in, Martin? Five, five? Or five, four. Five, five four, four, is it? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, if you put the riff on, you can count along to it. But it's just, and the way it's broken down, it's just broken down to three and then two. So it's one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two. Hence the name. So. Three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two. Two, three, yeah. four, five. Super cool. Every single track on that album has a different time signature. How cool is that? They're just showing off, aren't they? It's I just know. showing off. It's just showing off. Too, too cool. So that was my second track, fellas. Um, my last track is, again, we're going way, 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 way back. To a group that I I actually had the song on my mixtape back in the early 90s. I just love the song. It's by the Tornadoes, and it's called Telstar. Oh, nice. Have you you heard it? Yes. Yes. The Shadows covered it as well. They certainly did. Uh, Telstar, uh, 53 second mark. It is just before uh, my favorite part of the track. See if you know it. Making that, what's making oh, that. that noise there? That noise there is, um, I think it's like a Wurlitzer organ, but ah. it sounds like it's just about to catch fire. <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> it's maxed out, eh? It is maxed. Uh, it's like plugged in the wrong voltage or something because it's just like cooking. It's, it's the vocals. It's the it's, it's to me that's the vocals. I, I associate totally. that part with the vocals. I love that. Is it a harp? They've got yeah. that piece with the electric yeah. guitar on top. Yeah, but yeah. it's crazy, right? It looks like a harp. It sounds like she's just like 
or he's just completely out of time. It's just like, I'm just yeah. going to strum this whenever I want. Yes. <laughs> it's either a half or an auto half, eh? Something mm. like that. Bling. But... Yeah. Brilliant. Now, that was Telstar by the Toynotos that came out in 1962. Again, way, way back then. Um, and it's the second British recording to reach number one on that chart in the year. Mm. So that was me, folks. All of them from the awesome. 60s. Mm. Thank you for those three classics there. Good stuff. Yeah, so I'm going to kick things off with um, uh, a little bit of this. Yeah, that's Apache by the Shadows. <laughs> Just talking about the Shadows before. Get your cowboy out. Yeah. Get your cowboys out. Brilliant. I love that effect. That, that. Yeah. Let's blast through to 1973. Incredible bongo band. Go to the break beat. So that's the incredible bongo band. So the drum break in um, uh, the incredible bongo band version played by Jim Gordon. Now, that wasn't a hit on release. However, it became heavily, heavily sampled in early hip-hop music, um, starting from Africa, Bambada, mm. um, and Cool Herc, who cited the influence associated with it. And then it was sampled by the Sugar Hill Gang, LL Cool J, The Roots, Nas, um, Techno Performers, The Future Sound of London, Moby, mm. and Goldie as well. Um, in fact, it was partly, um, it's a documentary in 2013 called Sample This, um, which recounts the story of the recording of it and its influence on early hip-hop, um, particularly that, that breakbeat was in so, so many things. Um, and it's sort of, I don't know, it became one of the, the key things. So that's why I put, picked Apache because it sort of ran through and it's funk years. I, I do like the incredible bongo yeah. band. Anyway, so I'll move on to my next choice um, from a band that did a hell of a lot of instrumentals. Sometimes they did a little bit of words, 
but there was a lot of instrumental in a lot of their tracks. So let's have a little bit of this. Oh, I love that, but when the this bit. Oh, brilliant. I love the bass. So that artist or band is called Pink Floyd, and that's called One of These Days, and it's from Metal from 1971. Um, Pink Floyd, not um, there's always always um, plenty of instrumentals with their music, um, and, and it's, it's fresh as day. It's as fresh as as fresh as anything when you hear that, even even now, right? Beautiful. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and mm. like they started off as a band that couldn't play very well let's be fair and yeah. <laughs> one of the ways that they sort of overcame their playing difficulties you know they're not dave brubeck or anybody like that like we heard before um was to do these weird instrumental jams and things like that so interstellar overdrive really set the scene saucer full of secrets that followed in a whole range but by 1971 these boys could play and they turned out things like one of these days and then you've got echoes on that same album of which there are some vocals for like maybe two or three minutes and the rest of it is 20 minutes of instrumental so i haven't chosen that but pink floyd um i just love them to bits eh? all right my last choice is called hitchcock by wellington band called the phoenix foundation who also do a whole bunch of instrumentals within their albums as well um, so here's Hitchhock from I think 90, uh, 2005. Probably a little bit similar to one of these days, um, but oh, I mean, who cares? Uh, and yeah, the Phoenix Foundation, fabulous. They're not afraid to try a whole bunch of different things. Um, Hitchcock was in um, Eagle vs. Shark as well. They did all the soundtrack for Eagle vs. Shark and Boy um, and a few other movies as well. Um, so he yeah, really accomplished instrumental um, arrangers and 
um, composers. Yeah. Thanks for that, Glenn. That's awesome. Um, and really nice to hear a theremin kind of going for it. In the song <laughs> <laughs> Not enough theremin in the world. We need more theremin. Uh, I love Hitchcock. It's awesome live. It really is. Yeah, strangeness. And uh, uh, apart from that one, we've seen to have gone, gone with like older ones. Um, and, and I'm no different. I've chosen three older songs as well for mine. My first one is from That's beautifully recorded, isn't it? Isn't it good? Oh, right? yeah, the never... stupidly I... cool thing about that, right, is it's one of the few, like, keyboard or organ solos that you'll ever hear that sounds like a guitar solo and that it knows when not to play. Mm. If you listen to it, it's very kind of conversational way it plays it. Bum, bum. Wait. Ba-dum, bum, ba-dum, bum. Wait again. <laughs> Cup of tea. Brilliant. It's like BB yeah. King on, on like a, on an organ. Um, it's just uh, it's just super cool. Uh, great track. Moving on. My next one. Um, going forward a little bit from um, well from Fleetwood Mac. In fact, yeah, I love this one. This is Albatross. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> it's one of those songs as a guitar song <clears throat> that really 
you actually you you just visualize being a bird over the ocean it just takes you there the genius of the writing of that song is amazing mm. it's there's not many songs like that you know but that definitely is amazing yeah i don't listen to enough of that kind of peter green area era mm. mac and i totally should listen to a lot more of that thing because um oh. he's stunning eh? he's such a good player Oh. There was a there was a song by Davy Arthur and the Furies, an Irish band, and uh, it's a tin whistle song, a penny whistle song, and uh, it's called the Lonesome Boatsman. And again, like all the music I've ever heard, there are just a few songs that can really take you right there. And when you listen to that song, you are a, a boatsman in a misty water on a ship with birds around you. It's incredible. And albatrosses like that, that's mm. just incredible. Yeah, and for my, my last one tonight, um, yeah, I've gone with I've gone with the Allman Brothers, and this is a track called Jessica. And um, you might know it as the Top Gear thing. So the, I think it was, correct me if I'm wrong, Glenn, Glenn Altman? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Who wrote that one? Um, wrote it regarding, about his, his young daughter at the time, who was basically um, bouncing around the, the room on her bum. <laughs> and that's where they kind of, the, the kind of groove for it is, is originally come from, apparently. Oh, nice. it's, it's from watching his daughter bounce around the room. Um, yeah. Um, it's a song that it's it's amazing on record. The, the the studio version is amazing, but listening to it live, if, you know if that band really came oh. out, like something else live. Um, if you've not heard like live at the Fillmore by the Allman Brothers, oh. um, go and go and check it out because it's it's just an epic, epic, epic <laughs> um, live album. Like if ever there was a jam band, it was, oh. it was the Allman Brothers because they would oh. just go off on one. 15 minute versions of songs oh. and then just come back to it like at the end of it and stuff um oh, just definitely uh, yeah starting oh. from oh. they're on my top definitely on my top 10 bands i'd love to have seen live man jesus Absolutely. okay ian uh what have you got for us then tonight yeah i had fun interesting when you take the, the lyrics out eh? and i thought i'd start with one of my um my all-time favorite 
guitarists, Stevie Ray Vaughan. And this song is called Scuttle Button. go a minute and 51 of pure texan madness there's a lot of uh, notes and it's just a great song it's um just a bit of fun bit of fun every serves me right i actually covered that once <laughs> many years ago no yeah we did we did wow uh, back in scotland we did that in the blues band in one gig i seem to remember and yes. it wasn't bad. <laughs> I'm not going to say it was quite on, but it was it wasn't bad. <laughs> I just I love I love Stevie Ray Vaughan, and um, he does quite a few really nice instrumentals. Lenny was a close call because that's one of my all-time favourite songs ever. But um, Scuttle Scuttle Button's got a just a good old drive to it. If it's off the album, couldn't stand the weather. If you want to check out any Ray Vaughan albums, couldn't stand the weather was a pretty good album. Um, that was my first selection there for you. Uh, then the next song I decided to go for was, uh, I just wonder if I can find a year on this. Oh, 2002, actually. And again, another one of my favorite um, guitar heroes. And this is off an album called Strange Beautiful Music. And again, if you're not familiar with this guy, who's an absolute wizard, um this is a great album to start with strange beautiful music and this song is called starry starry night by the one and only joe satch Riani. <laughs> think to that like it awesome yeah i i was considering doing always with you always with me oh, oh that one yep yep great tune that was a day. yeah the thing about the song like that that's just probably a little bit like albatross that we were just discussing before but uh starry night you know this 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 guy these guys have a point in their career where they 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 
make something that takes you to a place and that song man if you crank that through the headphones shut your eyes it will do something to you on some level i believe um what everyone's different with how that works but uh yeah strange beautiful music's the album well worth sticking that in your collection if you haven't got any joe satriani it's not too extreme it's pretty melodic it's a nice album um the next final choice i went for uh the third song is um i don't know if you guys know this but i'm i'm a little bit partial to a waltz you know i I quite like a waltz every now and then (laughs) and i'd like to play one of my favorite waltzes uh this is the andre rue this is the second waltz it's called um the andre rue the andre rue the violin (laughs) the violin dude the nana the nana thing yeah he didn't write it it's actually it was written it's been written by dimitri shost Shostakovich. I've had a drink, sorry. Shostakovich. <laughs> <laughs> Say that after a few beers. Anyway, there's a song that I hope you enjoy. do like a waltz and uh yeah what a great song i normally put that on if i'm if i'm cooking some italian music or something if i'm cooking some italian food or something <laughs> yeah that's me i'm finished good yeah thanks <laughs> moving on <laughs> it's been a hard week man it's just Sorry, gonna get a lot harder for us oh. <laughs> <laughs> um thanks for that awesome Ian. Like, didn't Cheers. think we'd ever get Andre on, <laughs> on a podcast episode. Got to admit that. <laughs> just, we've just entered into a new level of, I don't know, what's the word? Madness. Gotta <laughs> 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 stop saying it. All right. Awesome. Thank you, guys. So that's our music episode kind of wrapped up. Um, and now we'll head into uh, episode two. Let's go to the breakbeat. 